Welcome, everybody. Odds Brothers Podcast, episode 27, coming to you live from the Bentley Sportsbook inside Southland Casino and Racing. Bald-headed dude over there is Moneyline Mark. Say hi. Hello. He's going for a record this week. <laughs> he set a new personal record with That's five right. picks in the pick six correct. That's right. I'm going full board. And because we're all the way midway almost into the football season, we got not one, but two special guests on today's show. Sweet. An average Joe and a high riser. One straight from Miami, one straight from? Memphis. There you go. That's uh-huh. all you need to know. Mark, hit that opening. to the Odds Brothers Podcast, coming to you from the Bentley Sportsbook inside the new Southland Casino and Hotel. Follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Today's show is presented by Bentley Online Sportsbook. Download the Bentley Online state-specific sportsbook app today from the Google Play or Apple App Stores. Now, here are the hosts of the show, Moneyline Mark. I'm not a smart man. And point spread shame. Looks like I picked the wrong week to quit sniffing blue. Yeah. I'm going to miss that. You're going to miss that? (laughs) (laughs) All right, get get the heck out of here. Oh, boy. You love that, don't you? I do. I love it. Man, that's sweet. Well, here we are. Episode Not 27, those. week 8 of the NFL, I do believe. Mm-hmm. Sure. And uh, college football starting to get real. We're down to like a month worth of football games left, and then the bowl stuff starts, and of course the uh, college football playoff, which hopefully, I think we're going to get one more year of this, but hopefully it expands to 12 or whatever they have in mind really, really soon. Because I like that. I like that eight. a lot. Sweet. <laughs> 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 All right, talking about sweet, let's hit them with the uh, sweet offer. If you sign up for the Bentley Whoa. mobile app, everybody, uh, you can do it in Arkansas and Tennessee. Let's let Mark tell you how. All right, so we have a, for all you first-time bettors out there in the world of apps or the website, uh, Internet, you can get a $250 risk-free first bet. Get up to $250 in free bets if your first bet is a loser. Must bet a minimum of $10 up to $250. And the odds must be minus two hundred and fifty dollars or two hundred and fifty or greater, and your bet must be a loser. Make sure you check online on your <laughs> app or website for details. And if you want to ensure you cash that bet, listen to Mark's picks today. That's wrong. I just told you I'm going full board today. You are going full board. That's right. Let's just make sure that wasn't a one week uh, deal. Flu. Huh? Uh, yeah, one week. Uh, I'm pretty confident against competition we have today. Uh, well, speaking of the competition, <laughs> let's meet him today. Uh, before we get anywhere else, uh, first from the average Joe's world. Uh, we got a special guest, Derek Allen. Say hello, Derek. Hello, hello, hello. All right. Tell it's, us tell us what you do. Other I'm than retired. I guess trying to get I, us. I do whatever I want to <laughs> as long as I have enough money to. <laughs> so right now it's officially retired. Yes. We'll uh, see you next week. After this fix. I have to hit the work again, huh? Hey, yeah. yeah. Well right. no, because dinner's going to be on you all. Oh, oh well at least yeah. twenty five dollars of it. Uh, well, I doubt, yeah, from this guy. <laughs> so who's your favorite NFL team? My favorite NFL team. Pittsburgh 
Steelers. Oh. oh, man. Well, I just want you to know if they ever get another win, it's because they're playing an exhibition game against Nebraska. Oh, well, uh, speaking of your hometown. <laughs> uh, are you going to be picking those today? Are you going to be picking Nebraska? Just heads up. That's a yes. Who? Nebraska? No. Yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> well, welcome aboard. Oh, you got your free aboard. T-shirt, and uh, good luck to you on the competition. Thank you very right. much. Thank you. Also, via the interwebs, uh, our high riser today, I'm hoping he's hit. See, we've been keep waiting for this uh, ocean shot from, like, the 35th floor, <laughs> and, and we, we end up in, the, like, a bedroom or a bathroom somewhere. Welcome, Zach. How are you doing today? How you doing? Pleasure to join you fellas today. Yeah, I'm sorry I don't have the water view going on, but um, <laughs> That's all right. I had to be studying. I'm here doing the lab work. I'm here studying all day. I can't be distracted. <laughs> yeah, get studying on that pick six. Uh, so what is it that, uh, I doubt you're retired, are you? you I am not retired. <laughs> all right, trying to give you. That should be everybody's goal. What, what do you do, though? What, what is the mode? Hopefully after this week we can retire, but I am actually a sportsbook trader at Betley, so I'm responsible for all the uh, odds and content being loaded on the website so you guys can gamble every day, as well as creating the odds boost. So those odds boosts you guys see, um, I'm one of the people who uh, come up with that daily. So that's that's what we do. Awesome. Nice. Actually, that's really good. Now let me, let me ask you a real quick question before we uh, move on. When it comes to putting the odds in, is there a standard, like, do you wait a certain amount till things are stable, or the first set of odds that come out that wherever you guys grab them from or judge against, like, what determines when odds actually come out for a game? Yeah, so we, we have three providers we use that are pretty industry-wide, and they send us the odds when they feel comfortable. So once they push it, give, up, give it to us. You know, we have the template. where We're able to feed it directly right onto the Betley website. So... You know, we, um, that's why we uh, pay these providers a lot of money, and that's why you know, we, know we go through their odds, and this is what all the industry leaders use. So once we get the odds from them, we, we don't wait. We put it on the website right away to gamble. So um, usually you'll see, you know, football is pretty much out right away. You know, props are usually out uh, between 72 hours, and you guys will be seeing. We uh, just signed on a new odds provider for props, so watch out on Betley for a lot more props going to be available starting this week that's awesome i know we always uh, get that like you come up and there's five props but another other sites there may be 20 props you know so i know a lot of folks love those uh prop wagers to, to parlay with especially i think derek might be yep. one of them right i am i am <laughs> all right well welcome to the show zach uh, good luck against the uh the pros right. today who's your favorite nfl team oh, zach? yeah zach who's your favorite nfl team what do you say your favorite nfl team oh we got the W yesterday with the Ravens. Oh, so we just got to pay them more. Good heaven. Yeah. I got the good luck shirt on right here. Oh, everybody's wearing their swag. Uh, yeah, for some reason, yesterday <laughs> the Ravens beat Tampa Bay, and this morning the divorce became official. Yes. Gazelle cannot stand Tough a loser. To, wow. Tough Friday for Brady. I feel bad for the guy, I, but yeah, I do we had to do it to him. Maybe we all can hang out on a 72-foot yacht, drink wow. a few beers, and wash the tears away. <laughs> yeah, I think all right. <laughs> he's doing all right. He's do, yeah, I'm sure he's doing pretty good. All right, let's get to it, guys. Um, we got sweet treats and bad beats coming up. Mark is going to tell you a story on a sweet treat where a, a customer hit a good uh, parlay on us here at the Sportsbook. And then we'll go to the bad beat, which is obviously the time where somebody got awful close to hitting it and just came up a tad short, which means the Sportsbook won on that one. 
That's why it's such a bad beat. Uh, Marcellus? Yeah, I, I, I have this. the intro ready and go, ready, ready? to go. Yeah, go ahead and cue Let's that kick thing it. up. All right. It is now time for Moneyline Mark to dig deep into his brain. That is literally the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And give you the sweet, <laughs> sweet treats. Ding, ding, ding. What do we have for Johnny? And bad beats. Oh, that didn't pan out. In the world of sports betting. Oh, that, <laughs> I love the end of that thing. That kind of looked like Derek a little bit there. <laughs> he's he's slapping his butt, yeah. right, trying to ride home a winner. That's what he's trying to do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Mark, on the old sweet treats and bad beats here today, what do we got? All right, sweet treats and bad beats. So y'all ready? It's kind of like Bob Barker to showcase showdown. So you ready? I'm ready. All ready. right. All right, so sweet treats. We had a guest bet here at Southland at the retail side, $300. Oh, man, there's a good chance Zach will know this right off the top of his head. <laughs> a five-leg parlay on sun- last Sunday's games. The Ooh. ticket had the Buckeyes point spread, mm. minus 29. Yep. Uh, I'm not sure that was on Sunday. That couldn't have been Sunday. No, that could not have been Sunday. Okay. It had to be Saturday. Let's go Saturday because there's no <laughs> way they played Sunday. Buckeyes point spread at minus 29. The odds were at minus 110. UNLV Rebels point spread plus 26 at minus 110. Rutgers Knights point spread minus three at minus 115. Syracuse point spread plus 14, and the odds were at minus 115. Houston Cougars point spread minus three, and the odds were at minus 110. That's so, five legs, $300. $300 five-leg parlay. Uh, no money lines on this one, so they oh. all did the spreads. So basically minus 110 across the board. All right. Yeah, I know you uh, probably <laughs> go knee-deep in this more than I do here. So, Derek, first, what is your guess on what that $300 five-leg parlay paid? I would say about $3,600. $3,600. Right. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I guess I'll go next. All right. Because I, I usually don't get these very well. I get the other side of it. Ah, uh, so I would say that this is probably going to pay a hair more than that. Let me get, uh, let me get a fifty-two hundred dollar uh, guess on that one. Fifty-two hundred dollars, Zachary. Right. Zachary, what do you think that uh, five-leg three hundred dollar parlay cashed in for? Well, I believe a five-teamer does pay twenty to one. <laughs> so we're going to do what twenty times three hundred. So. Uh, about $6,000? About $6,000. The actual retail price mm. of this parlay was? $7,295.96. Seven grand. Congratulations, Zach. That was yeah, a softball that was, for you. Yeah, that's that probably pretty easy for him, <laughs> yeah. huh? Oh, it was third, oh, it was three fifty. you said, right? So, yeah, my math no, was no, off. No, no. It, it was, was, yeah, was, was $300. It was $300. $500. It was 300 yeah, okay. it must have been an odds boost uh, associated with that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mark, let me use your calculator next time. Okay, yeah. here it is. Profit boost. It could have been a profit boost, honestly. We do offer the profit boost we put up as well. So um, it could have been profit boost at that parlor. Yeah, it could have. Well, it was at the retail. Oh, it was at the retail. So yeah. he got nothing. He got Straight nothing. up homie. Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the bad beat? I'm ready for the bad beat because this, this means we, we took this one down. Yeah, All right, this, go one, ahead. this one's good. So it's a $1,000 Bet on a four-leg parlay. All right. This did happen Sunday. Had the Chiefs versus 49ers over 49 points, and the odds were at minus 110. Okay. Seahawks versus Chargers over 
51 points. The odds were at minus 110. Had the Raiders money line. Odds were at minus 300. Ooh. Yeah. So far, winners. And yep. then the they Dolphins on an alternate point spread, minus 14 and a half, plus 210 odds. Didn't make it. <laughs> Didn't make it. If I remember right, that was uh, Miami playing Pittsburgh, and they were lucky to just get out of there with the dub. That's right. And so they felt so confident that your Steelers were a bucket of crap <laughs> that they went ahead and raised the point spread to 14 and a half points on an alternate line to get the juice D. Tell me how you feel. They hadn't been to Pennsylvania. They have not. <laughs> I took the Steelers even with the points. You and I both. All uh, right. So you got the note. $1,000 four-leg parlay, including a super juicer there, where they did a plus 210 uh, Dolphins alternate spread. What could and would that ticket have paid if they would have came to their senses? How about 11500 11500 Wow. Oh, that sounds like a shame guess here. Uh, I am going to go see five. We just heard... Uh, Zachary, talk about 30 to 1, but this one was a minus 300 money line, so that fades a little. He's trying to put the math into it. I'm trying to put the math, yeah. Give me that could have paid, uh, I'll go 14,500. 14,500 for me. All right, Zach, you're the, the kingpin on this one. What do, you, what do you got for this one? I feel like this is the pricing right. Can I bet a dollar? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a yeah, show, you know? Yeah, you can do a dollar and snake us. <laughs> no, I think uh, I'm going to go right in the middle. I want to say it's going to pay about uh, 12500 12500 The retail price of this ticket would have paid, Mark? $13,578.31. So once again, Zach, you win because you did not go over and you landed right in the middle. I, I shot it, overshot it just a hair. Just a scud. Just a hair. So congratulations. All right. You need new batteries in your calculator. Right, two and all. Good start. Good start. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that is your sweet treat and bad beat for this week. Uh, what is a sweet treat? You know the World Series is going on here. We got uh, the Phillies. Kind of a shocker. Uh, great to see him in. It's been like, what, 10, 13 years or something since you saw him get anywhere. Um, so they're in the World Series against the Houston Astros. As long as it's not the Yankees, I'm a happy guy. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, but in order to celebrate the World Series, Mark, we do have a promo for it, do we not? We do. Bentley has a promo up on its app, and it's called the Be- Better Up. Better Up. Get 50% back on every bet. So the offer is Better Up. Wager up to $50. Get 50% back. Win or lose. Just place a 5 to $50 pre-match wager with a minimum odds of minus 250 on every game of the World Series. Win or lose, you'll receive 50% stake back on your initial wagered amount as a free bet. Not bad. Not bad. So or, let me... Win or lose. Yeah, so let me get this right here. Uh, you bet $50 on this World Series game one. You win. You still get 25 back on top of it because you yes. bet the 50. That's right. Free That's money. Right. You know, that Nick's kind of wacky. Yeah, that Nick guy got the big marketing budget up there. <laughs> he just hands it out, Hand hands out over fist. You know what? Yeah, we, yeah. we know you stink, but we're going to give you some more money. Just... But you can even win and still get money. That's even crazier. Yeah, that's great. You know, take, if you had bet the money, Phillies. You, you forgot my other pocket. Here's another 20. You yeah. bet in the Phillies? No, if you had bet the Phillies when they changed coaches in the middle of the year. Oh, yes. Wow. You're right. Yeah. You, I think you were getting plus 1,300 at yes. one point for them to even uh, get into yeah. the playoffs, more or less the World Series odds. So, yeah, good point. Mm. We knew we uh, did good getting you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's go to the college football uh, 
gentlemen. It's and, roundup uh, time. It's roundup time. So you ready with your graphics? Boom. All right, guys, let's go down the slate of games here real quick. If you got a, a, just a feeling either way on these, uh, we'll take your guys' thoughts and go on to the next one. Ohio State still undefeated. They're going to Penn State here. I wish this was a night game, but this is an 11 o'clock game. Ohio State still favored by 15.5 over under 61.5. Derek, what do you like in this game? I like Ohio State. Penn State defense is about to be really tested. Yeah, hmm. you're not a doubt. Mark, Mark, who do you like on that one? You don't even have to ask. You know I'm going to Ohio State because? Because they're undefeated. They're Until undefeated. somebody beats them, you're going to keep riding that, that train. That, that's right. Uh, okay, so I'll <laughs> skip you next time I see an undefeated team here. <laughs> well, there's a few. <laughs> Let me tell you this. Uh, like I said, if this was a night game up there uh, at College Station, uh, or not College Station. Yes. What do they call it? Mm-hmm. I don't know why... Uh, Penn State's home uh, area just blasts me, but... It's because they're 6-1 and one and Ohio's going to win. Whatever. Wherever they're playing, somewhere in the state of Pennsylvania, <laughs> I think that they're going to come out fired up. I don't think they'll have enough to win this game, but I'm going to go ahead and take the points. Oh, I'm gonna take- give me 15 and a half. I'll take Penn State. I think this game is under, though. I don't think it goes over. Got it written down. What do you like, Zach? Well, as you mentioned, I believe this is the first time in about 10 years that... Um, this has not been a night game. This is going to be a day game. So I, I do see potential for Ohio State showing up a little sleepy, but uh, I'm going to lay the points. I think Ohio State's above everybody right now, and I'm, I just think they're going to eat, make that national championship. C.J. Trout is going to be number one pick. So we're going to go with uh, Ohio State. Okay. Ohio State, three Ooh. against uh, three for Ohio State, and I'm the slow. Uh, slow. I might, right. be, I might be the right. slow guy thinking the Nittany Lions. We'll see how that turns out. <laughs> All right. We won't even ask Mark, but uh, undefeated TCU is heading to West Virginia. West Virginia not having a normal year for them. Seven and a half, so I hate that hook on the touchdown, but seven and a half points, TCU's favorite. The over-under is 68 and a half. Uh, let's go reverse order this time. Zach, who do you like in that game? I'm going to go with uh, the Mountaineers in West Virginia and take the points. I think TCU had uh, been playing a lot of tough games, and I just see uh, they haven't played West Virginia, I believe, till last Thursday, so they had some time to prepare. Um, I think TCU's going to pull it out late, but I think it's going to be a less than a touchdown game. Wow. Wow. All right, Mark. Okay, you're taking TCU. Yeah, I'm taking TCU. You don't <laughs> even have to ask. I don't even have to ask. No, All right. they're undefeated. All right, I'm going to go uh, with TCU as well. If the game allowed me to shave that half and make it an even touchdown. I would do it. You're probably not going to get that worse odds, uh, that much worse odds to do that. Uh, I love the over in that game, though. I think West Virginia is going to come out firing at home. Small opportunity for an upset, so everybody with used furniture in Morgantown needs to bolt that stuff down because they <laughs> like to set stuff on fire in that town. Because if they end up beating an undefeated TCU team, that town's going to get lit up tonight, Derek. Uh, what do you like? Nah, it's going to happen. Not going to happen. TCU is going to roll. I'm not like you. I don't think they're good. I think it's going to be a two-touchdown game. Woo. Well, he's got alternate points. Yeah, he's got there. alternate points, Brett. Yeah, you know what sir. happened in that bad beat. Yeah. All right. He got crazy. He's going to give us 14. All right. All well. right. <laughs> Notre Dame. Uh, they're not Notre Dame really this year. Four and three. They're on the road to Syracuse, who actually put up one heck of a fight last week against Clemson. Had every opportunity to win it. Uh, Syracuse is favored by less than a field goal, though. That's kind of amazing at home. Over under 47 and a half. Uh, any initial thoughts there, Derek? Yeah, I believe Notre Dame's coach is finally getting through to his players. I think they have a real good uh, opportunity for an upset here. 
Oh, okay. uh, so I'm going with Notre Dame on the road. Notre Dame on the road. All, All right. right. Well, apparently like? Derek's going to get his first loss with this game because I'm going with Syracuse. <laughs> I think they just destroyed Notre Dame. I don't think the line's big enough. Ooh, not even. All right, so we'll give you an alternate line. Okay, 14. Uh, Syracuse, actually, I didn't give them credit for the first five games of the year, and then they started making me watch, and I actually watched that Clemson game really well. If they play as good as they do it, against Clemson at home against yeah, Notre home. Dame, they're rolling Notre Dame right out the door. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and lay the less than the field goal and take the home team. Zach, who do you like? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the points as well. I think Notre Dame is uh, – I mean, I think Syracuse has a letdown spot here right after Clemson. They just lost, no more undefeated. I think they're going to come out flat. I think the Fighting Irish are going to win this game on the road. Ooh, two on the roads, the Damers, and uh, two guys for Syracuse. Oh, boy. All right, next uh, game on the agenda here, Florida 230 is going to number one, Georgia. I think this game's actually getting played in Jacksonville if they've been doing it just like they do every year. The world's biggest cocktail party Yes, is what I, I got to visit that one day. Uh, Georgia, though, this is not usually the kind of point spread you see in this matchup. 22.5-point favorites here, over under a 56-and-a-half. Uh, what do you like in this one, Zach? As you mentioned, the world's largest cocktail party. I'm only about four hours away. I should drive to this one, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with that. <laughs> I'm actually going <laughs> to go with the Gators here and take the points. Georgia's playing Tennessee next week. Uh, That's a huge game right there. I think Georgia's going to be thinking ahead against the Volunteers. And I think this is Florida's Super Bowl right here. So I don't think Florida's going to win, but I think they're going to keep it within three touchdowns. Gotcha. What do you think, Mark? Well, you know what I'm doing. Come on. It's oh, Georgia. They're undefeated. Yeah. Even 22 and a half does not phase you, huh? No. All right. Hell with it. No, they're all going to be partying up. Number one, Georgia. Wins it. Uh, this is Florida's basically playoff game. Uh, yep. So I don't see him winning the game, but I see giving Georgia one hell of a fight. Georgia's kind of... Put it on a little bit late, but I think it's too much. So 22 and a half. Go ahead and give me points, and uh, I hope I'm right on the uh, the rivalry kind of sh- shading that down a little. Derek, what do you like? I'm going to take Florida in the points also. I think that George is going to be looking ahead to Tennessee, and they, it's a rivalry game. Even though it's out of state, it's yeah. a rivalry game, and I think they're going to bring their A game and keep it close. Closest three touchdowns for this game. Ooh, Nelly. All right, I like that one. Oregon. If you're in the Pac-12 crap, no, I'm just kidding. They, they actually got some good for, football. Six and one on the road uh, to California. California is not much at three and four here. That's why Oregon's 17 and a half point favorites on the road. 58 and a half is the over/under. Uh, we'll roll with you first, Derek. What do you like in that game? Oregon, the streak continues, the, and they cover. Oh, and they cover. He says. All right. Well, that's what well, we that's asked, a, I guess. That's what we're playing. Yeah, we're, we're playing cover. <laughs> we're, we're playing, playing the points, bro. I'm taking Oregon as well. I think they will do just fine against. Uh, California. Against California, huh? All right. Well, California ain't got much, so. No. I wish that half wasn't there, uh, but I think Oregon probably wins by 21 to 24 points anyway. Uh, they, they seem to be in gear now. They seem to be hitting a good stride. That offense is looking pretty deadly. I also like the over in this game. I think California's going to get some late garbage stuff to push it over, so give me some of that. Zach, wow. what do you got? I see. I think Oregon's going to be a little hungover from that big uh, TV game against UCLA last week. So I actually think Cal's defense isn't as bad as everybody thinks, and I think they're going to be able to. Uh, I think Oregon's going to think ahead in this game, and Cal's going to cover the 17 and a half. 
All right, yeah. Mark, uh, mark that tape so we can play it back on Monday unless it's right, and then we throw it away. <laughs> then we suddenly don't have it. Then we suddenly it. We don't have it. it no ah. We have technical difficulties. All right. Uh, number nine, Oklahoma State. I like this team a lot. They're at number 22, Kansas State, which I don't like much. Uh, Kansas State is a one-and-a-half-point favorite, so almost a coin flip here at home. 55-and-a-half the over-under in this game. Uh, initial thought, Zach, on the Cowboys and the Wildcats. Yeah, it's tough to play in uh, Kansas State, so uh, I, I'm going to go with the Wildcats there. I'm going to go with Kansas State, laying that point and a half at home. I think they're going to be able to win by a field goal or more. Okay. Mark, what do you got? Wow. I'm going to go Oklahoma because Oklahoma's only failed me one time. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. So I'm sticking with them. Well, the wind comes sweeping down the plane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I, I'm not, I, I'll be shocked if he picks Kansas. Or Kansas State? Or Kansas State. You would be shocked. I You're right. Be. I like Oklahoma State, but I'm not real comfortable with this one. Kansas State at home is a pretty formidable mm-hmm. foe, I think. They'll be jacked up for this game. Uh, 55 and a half, I even like the over on that. But if you wait till halftime, it's going to make you sweat because I think it's going to be a let's, – let's fill everybody out in the first half, and then the points are going to start coming in the second half. That's, but I'm going to take Oklahoma State. I think they went out right. But even so, give me that point and a half just in case. Right. Derek? I'm going to follow along with you. I All think right. Oklahoma State is going to win and cover the first half, nothing. Second half, nine field goals. <laughs> nine, field, <laughs> nine field goals? <laughs> what do you got, the Denver Broncos playing? <laughs> Both teams, nine field goals. All right, Broncos, Hawkeyes. Yeah, well, yeah, I believe it was Iowa. <laughs> Although they wouldn't get nine field goals, they'd stop at three. <laughs> All right, number 10, Wake Forest. They're on the road at Louisville here. Uh, Wake Forest, 10th-ranked team in the nation. 6-1. and one. They're a three-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. 64-and-a-half, so uh, no defense expected here in this game. Uh, what do you like in this one, Derek? I'm going to take Wake Forest. Uh, they have a high-powered offense, and they have enough defense to keep Louisville from scoring too much, so I'm going to take Wake. All right, Marcellus? How much money did Wake Forest have to bring this team in for? Because Wake Forest destroys them. Destroys them. Your alternate line would be? 14 and a half. Ooh, man, you've just <laughs> smoked it. I'm not going to go that nutty. I'm going to go ahead and do three and a half. I'm going to take right. Wake Forest. I, I agree with Derek. Uh, I think it becomes Smokeville later if, if Wake's everything they look to be. Yeah. Now, I don't know if they overlook Louisville. They shouldn't um, to make me sweat it out. Zach, what, do you think there's any shot Louisville wins here? I sure do. I'm going to oh, take the no. underdog. Wake Wake Forest has only won once in Louisville since 2018. So I'm going to go with that, riding that, and I'm going to go with an upset here with Cunningham at quarterback. Ooh, mark boy. that down. First upset alert. Wish that, we had that uh, that, warning light. <laughs> Hang on. We do have this. There we go. That's right. <laughs> Give that to Louisville. All right. Uh, number 17, Illinois. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. We'll let Mark go first on this one because I know he's going to love it. Wait, They're on the road at Nebraska. The Cornhuskers, his favorite team to hate. Illinois, seven-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. 49-and-a-half, which is kind of high for a Big Ten game. But, Mark, uh, go ahead and tell us that it's Illinois. It is Illinois. But let me ask you something. Okay. Did we ever find out how many people are listening from Nebraska? No, we did not uh, get those demographics yet. Darn it. Well, that's okay. Because uh, for all the Nebraska fans, number 76 is going to drop even more. Oh, Seven yeah? and a half, that's easy money for somebody. You know what? Maybe when you go back to the neck of the woods here in about three weeks, you can stop by Lincoln and we can do a broadcast live with you over there somewhere. That's fine. <laughs> Dumping on those Huskers. That by that time, they'll be, what, three and eight? Eight. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> go ahead. They, they, if they minute. don't like the words, get better. 
Wait a minute. Let's hear this uh, analysis, Zach. All right. Tell us you don't think the Huskers can win this game. You know, it's tough. They, the Huskers have definitely been playing better since they fired their coach. But um, I'm going <laughs> to – Illinois, though, just – you know, they impressed me last week as well. Um, I'm just going to – I'm going to take Illinois in this one and, and see what they're made of if they could continue covering these spreads. I got you. I don't that, – that half a point I tried to shave off if I was actually betting this. Because um, I think Illinois actually wins somewhere between 7 and 10. That, that hat on your head is too tight. I don't love this game, but, uh, you know, as we're picking every game – yeah, um, I'll, I'll lay the points if I have to. I think this is a good defensive <laughs> battle, too, because Illinois likes to run a lot, and Nebraska here lately has been running a lot. Uh, so I don't like that 49-and-a-half. I actually would take the under in this one. Uh, and mm-hmm. I, I'm i not going to pick Nebraska, but I think this they have been playing better lately. They're not getting blown out anymore. Uh, so you're going to have to sweat this one. Nebraska's fighting for their life now for bowl uh, consideration. Derek, what do you like? I'm going to take Illinois. Uh, Nebraska can keep fighting all they want, but, uh, you know, coin kind of makes you sick sometimes. And, and that's what they've done for me all season, made me sick. So I'm going to go with Illinois here. So you're saying Nebraska's uh, chances of winning? Not going to be able to do it. All right. Not going to be able to do it. All right, Cincinnati, that's your last 230 ranked game on the slate today. Uh, they're going to be at University of Central Florida, UCF, 5-2. and two. And here's the interesting part. Cincinnati's ranked. Central Florida is not, but yet UCF is favored at one and a half, over under 56 and a half. Derek, uh, it's going to be over. It's going to be over. Taking Cincinnati 39 to 30. 39 to 30. So that's going to be covering, he says. Mark? Yeah, I'm taking Cincinnati as well. I'm just kind of confusing why Cincinnati's ranked so low, but I'm taking Cincinnati. Well, Cincinnati has not been impressive with beating anybody, even though they have been coming out with W's. They've just been close. They're, they're not blowing anybody away to make you go, man, this team's really good. They're just doing what they need to do is win. Yeah. Well, they lost a lot of players to the NFL also. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah uh, that's But they're true. coming back around. They're coming around. Yeah. Uh, that's why I'm going to go ahead and take uh, UCF. What? At home. <laughs> yep. I'm going to take UCF at home. I'm, I'm not a believer in Cincinnati. I'm not. All right, good. All right, let's see if the Florida man himself is on board with UCF. Yeah, so this is an interesting one. You got Cincinnati, a top 20 defense, and then you got uh, UCF, a top 20 throwing offense. Um, UCF has a huge, huge crowd. They're going to be going crazy there. It might even be homecoming. I'm not sure. I'm going to go with UCF. I think they're going to bounce back after that East Carolina. They didn't show up last week. I think Gus is going to have them ready. I think UCF is going to win this actually pretty handily. And I hear Scott Frost is available. Maybe he can come back and be an assistant coach for UCF. And win that, uh, that national title they don't have. <laughs> Go ahead and hang that banner, guys. All right, 3 p.m. game, Missouri on the road at South Carolina. Welcome to the ranking, South Carolina. You're 5-2. and two. South Carolina, three-and-a-half-point favorites there at home. And the over-under for, really, the SEC game kind of shocks me, 46-and-a-half. I, I didn't see a SEC game anywhere close to this uh, low total for an over-under. So, Zach, what do you like there in the uh, Gamecocks and the uh, Tigers? This is actually one of my favorite upsets of the week. I'm going with Missouri, the Tigers. I think uh, South Carolina, that spread just looks a little fishy to me. I don't know why it's going down. We're at three and a half. They're home. It is that actually is their homecoming as well. So I'm hoping maybe they party the night before and don't expect Missouri to show up. But the Tigers are going to ruin the homecoming, and they're going to win this game. Yeah, right. All right. I'm going to go with South Carolina. I'm just going with the record, and they're at home. 
Uh, take that's them. it, huh? Yeah, that's it. There's no, well, there's, I don't have to think about it too much. I was going to go the other way, but since Zach said it was their homecoming, you know what the uh, whole week of homecoming is called at South Carolina? No. Cockfest. <laughs> oh, All right. So All since, right. That, since that is the case, got to go with the South Carolina Gamecocks, baby. <laughs> yes, sir. It's right. homecoming. I wasn't really sure where you were going with all that. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like, Derek? I'm going to go with South Carolina. They have a pretty good defense, and Missouri just has no offense at all. So uh, with the lack of offense in South Carolina's defense, South Carolina should cover. They should cover that, yeah. I, I mean, even before I knew it was Cockfest week down there, I was going to take South Carolina. Sure you're not I, getting a ticket to go there? I don't know. Our old HR director used to be there. He told me that they had T-shirts and parties on the street and everything. Wow. So it sounds like a good time. Is this party on the street any different from any other party on the street since it's it a is. cock fest? Go, go to, well, I don't know. All right, we're moving on. <laughs> Hopefully Kyle don't listen to this episode. Uh, 6 this PM game. never making it. Yeah. Uh, 19 ranked Kentucky. Uh, is that number three, Tennessee? Tennessee is undefeated, looking good, doing it. 11.5-point favorites at home uh, over under of 60 and a half uh, the thing about this game that's uh, most interesting to me is uh, I believe Tennessee's got the a big game the following week um, not that Kentucky's a rollover but I always wonder when you know a Georgia or an, you know it was Alabama are you going to sleep on this one looking ahead to the next week do you think there's any shot here that Kentucky upsets Tennessee and Knoxville Derek no chance but I do I think they'll keep it down to seven. I I think it'll be a seven-point game because Kentucky does have a a decent defense. They said that quarterback, they like him in the NFL. I haven't seen anything out of him at all myself, even though they think he's a first-round draft choice. I don't like him. Oh, yeah. uh, yeah. He he is. He's he's definitely going first-round draft. He's going to Pittsburgh. All right, so actually, not uh, going to do it. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky, he's gonna. Derek's gonna take Kentucky in the points in this case, since it's a touchdown ball game. Come on, Tennessee. Ten- Tennessee wants number one. They want to be number one. They're winning this. Are they winning by eleven and a half? Yes. All right. <laughs> Tennessee has been rolling really good, really good. Yeah. But boys, at Knoxville. If you really want them to take home a national championship, that defense got to get better. You can't let people roll in 30. Who they play last week? University of Tennessee, Martin or something like that, and they hung 30-something on them? 29, 35, something like that? Sure did. Come on, man. <laughs> Kentucky's going to score uh, that 60-and-a-half. I think it's blown away. I think these uh, two teams combined for probably mid-70s, maybe around 80 points total. But I do think Tennessee ends up covering this 13, 14 points. I think they end up getting it at home. Ooh, I was wondering where you're going with it. Zach? Yeah, so uh, you did mention the over. Last year, these teams did combine 85 points total. Um, I believe Tennessee won 45-42, I believe. So Hooker had four touchdowns in that game. But um, our Betley Tennessee crowd is probably not going to love me on this one. I'm going to take the points as well with Kentucky. I think Stoops <laughs> is a you know, great coach. I think he really, really has his team prepared. And as you mentioned, this is a perfect, perfect look-ahead spot for Tennessee. They're playing their big game against Georgia next week, and I don't know if they're going to show their whole playbook, honestly. So I think this game might uh, come down to a last play. But um, Tennessee should pull it out, but we're going to take the points. Yeah, I mean, I I would not be shocked if that was the case. Um, I I like Kentucky early on, as Mark knew. I, I thought that they would finish second in that side of the SEC conference, actually. Uh, doesn't look like they'll end up getting there unless Tennessee really falls or caves in. But uh, we'll go on now. My other team I liked, uh, USC, they got dealt with last week. 6-1, uh, and one, 
They're on the road at Arizona, three and four. So Arizona, not very good. But USC is 15 and a half point favorites on the road here. Look at this. I mean, really? 75 and a half, the over-under? Uh, I thought that was a typo. I had to go back and look. Are, are they just uh, defense <laughs> optional, I suppose, Zach? Uh, 75 and a half. I'm sure there have been higher ones maybe, but not by much. Yeah, that's a high total there. Um, I, I've watched Arizona, and they just pass. That's all they do. But um, I'm going to lay the points here with USC. I think, you know, USC, has, this is a good spot for them to just beat up on a team. They had a tough loss against Utah. They, you know, they want to have a chance to still uh, make the big championship. So I just think there's a spot they're going to beat up on Arizona and win by at least three touchdowns. Ooh, Mark. Well, I'm going USC as well. Uh, I don't think Arizona's going to be in the game ever. Not even, like, kickoff? Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Depends right. if, they, if they're going to try to catch the ball and then fumble it and then, you know. No, I know. I, I like uh – the analysis that gave yeah. from the standpoint of uh, USC now has to pretty much try to whoop everybody on the way to the Pac-12 championship game to even be considered for the playoffs at this point. So they got to start rolling, and they got to start rolling impressively. And I think they do that. Arizona's the perfect patsy to get warmed up on. Derek? <laughs> I totally agree with what you're saying on that one, and that's, that's a hard thing to do, but I totally agree with that move. I think they're going to make a statement in this game that the West Coast is back, and I don't think uh, Arizona's going to score any more than about uh, two touchdowns. Oh, well, if that's the case, you definitely want to go under. Yes. I would leave it alone because I'm not sure what Arizona's going to do. I mean, they, to sex point, they pass all the time. When does the point the USC get up by about four touchdowns and then start putting in second and third stringers and you get that garbage stuff at the end that kills you? Uh, speaking of garbage, 6.30 game, Michigan State's on the road to Michigan. Yeah. Ah, that's my Big Ten slight. <laughs> uh, Michigan in this rivalry game, oddly enough, 22.5-point favorites. I think I saw a stat here, uh, over under 55 if you want to know, but I think I saw a stat here. There's only been two times in the last two decades that Michigan State's ever been more than a 20-point favorite, whether it be home or away against Michigan State. Uh, so this is kind of unique to see. What do you what do you get initial thoughts on that one, Derek? Another rivalry game. Interstate yep. rivalry games are always tough. I think Michigan has one of the best top three defenses in the country. And I think it's going to show up, and Michigan State is going to have a hard time going. 22 and a half, I think they're going to cover it this time. All right, Mark. Come on, 7 and 0. Michigan wins this for fun. For fun. For fun. Alternate line, 35? No, no, we'll keep it right there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I, I think it stays close early. Like when I say close, within two touchdowns for a while. And then the second half, Michigan just grinds them clean out out of the big house. So I'll and go you ahead. do know Michigan has two starting quarterbacks. Both are really good. Yeah, and both will probably play in this game. Yes. By the time one's in the first half, one in the second <laughs> half probably. Uh, what do you like, Zach, in this game? Yeah, Michigan State's been a dumpster fire all year, but this is their Super Bowl. And I really don't think Harborough wants to show the whole playbook as they still have Ohio State coming up soon. So I'm actually going to take the points here. I just, I, I, Michigan's going to win, but I just don't think they're going to win by three touchdowns. I have them winning by 17. Okay, ah. well, they could slow down and just Ryan. You know, the thing with Michigan is they run the ball a lot more than you would think. Mm-hmm. And uh, that, that clock keeps grinding away. So, I mean, I could see that. Now, I just don't see Michigan State scoring much at all in Michigan's defense. That's why I like the cover because I think it's more of a 24-27 point win for Michigan when you get down to the end. But I, I could see how Michigan State could keep this close. Those in-state rivalry games are just tough to pick. Ole Miss, they're at A&M. Ole Miss uh, suffered the first defeat last uh, week against LSU. 
And a little shockingly, too, they just got beat. I mean, not even a close game. Uh, they go to A&M, and A&M's a dumpster fire. Speaking of those dumpster fires, <laughs> uh, all those players that they signed, I mean, bought or NIL, what, however they work it, got you a three and four record this year. So, Zach, A&M Aggies, they got a lot of talent oh. to be three and four, but do they have enough to beat Ole Miss? Do they even care at this point? Yeah, what is Jimbo doing, right? But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with just a sole stat that the Aggies have not lost four in a row since 2005. So wow. just knowing that stat on my head, I'm just going to kind of a coin flip to me. I'm going to have some uh, pride with Jimbo here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Aggies here. All right, one for Texas A&M, Marcellus. Well, you know, I'm going to go Ole Miss. Ole Miss. I know you are? Yeah. Actually, I didn't know till a second ago. You should Neither know. one of these were undefeated. No. So I didn't right. know which way you were going to go with that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I got upset alert here. I think Ole Miss, yes, or last week, I, I think that crushed them. They really probably thought they were going to roll undefeated and, and kind of coast into that championship game somehow. And LSU said, not on my watch. I'm sorry, LSU? Not going to be able to do it. That's right. Uh, and A&M's in desperation mode. They're at home. I didn't know the stat about having lost four in a row for that long, but I don't think it gets reset here. I'll take that point and a half, too. Not that it's going to matter much. Hey. Pittsburgh. Take your the Steelers. Oh, gotta, oh wait a minute. I'm sorry. Picks. We want to get his take. That's right. I forgot this rules. Hey, that's okay. I'm going to take Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss has a very good offense. Mm-hmm. The defense is not so good. But A&M is a very young team. You mentioned about all the NIL deal. Mm-hmm. Well, they have, like, eight or nine of the top defensive ends in the country, but they're all freshmen. Yeah, so they have a lot of young kids there. So I think they're going to still get beat. They're going to take the lumps this year. Where do you think A&M ends up record-wise, just real quick? 50-50. You think they six go 6-6? Six six. Six? All right. Uh, I'm still taking A&M. <laughs> all right. Pittsburgh, not the Steelers. <laughs> They're going to North Carolina, who's ranked 21st in the country at 6-1 and one here. North Carolina, huh. three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Over-under is 65-and-a-half. Uh, that over-under kind of stuck, stood out to me. I thought that that was a lot of points for an over-under, these two, but uh, they can score it. They both can. Yep. So what do you got? I'm going uh, with North Carolina simply because they can score on anybody. Uh, they don't have a defense, but Pittsburgh can score also. So I'm taking... I would take the points over, and I'm taking North Carolina because they're at home. All right. Myers yeah, I'm taking North Carolina. I think uh, Pittsburgh is just as good as the Steelers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we'll, we'll talk off air. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I do. Uh, I like North Carolina in this game, too. Pittsburgh, unless Kenny Pickett all of a sudden has one game of eligibility he's going to use here. I think North Carolina at home is on a roll. I, I think they win, but I don't think they destroy Pittsburgh, though. What do you got, Zach? Yeah, this is an interesting one. Um, the last two times these teams played, they both went to overtime, and I believe 12 out of the past 15 games have been decided by single digits. Um, that being said, Pittsburgh has never won in Chapel Hill. I do know that. They're 0-6 lifetime. Wow. So I'm going to go with North Carolina to cover the three right there, and I think Pittsburgh plays Syracuse next week at home, so might be looking ahead as well. So I'm going to go with us here. I'm going to go with North Carolina here. All right. Pittsburgh never winning in Chapel Hill. Not going to be able to do it. Never have. It's going to stay that way. <laughs> wow. All we right. got to get a hold of Zach. We need stats. No, no. That's He's great got stats all the stats. There. All right. 930 game. Stanford at number 12, UCLA. UCLA only one loss on the year. And they're 16 and a half point favorites at home. And the over-under here 
67, so they're expecting a fair amount of points. I just don't think Stanford's going to be scoring many of them there. Zach, what do you got? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with UCLA in a nice little bounce box spot. They're going to be angry from that loss against Oregon. They play much better at home um, at the Rose Bowl, so I think they're going to put on a, a show there. And Stanford lost their running back, E.J. Smith, Emmett's son. You know, they, they play tough sometimes. They have no home crowd, so it doesn't matter where they play. Exactly. But um, I'm just going to go with uh, UCLA just to put on a whipping. Yeah, I didn't know whether or not that uh, over-under was for the attendance or the extra points in the game of 67. <laughs> All right, Mark, Mark, what do you got? I'm going UCLA. You're going UCLA? Yeah, I'm going to go UCLA. Okay. I like, I like everything that Zach was saying. Can't, can't uh, refute that. No, just Stanford isn't that good. So UCLA, if you're a decent team. You ought to be mad, and you are home. So they should roll. I think they roll by 24 or more. What do you got, Derek? In-state game once again, and uh, Stanford has some pride. I think they're going to score maybe 20 points. UCLA may win by 12. I don't think they're going to cover the 16 and a half. You don't think they're going to cover this? I do not. All right, last time I saw Pride win a football game was never. All right. That's all your top 25 uh, NCAA action uh, rolling into, what, the NFL? Yeah, I threw you a curveball here. You did? Yeah. All right, let's see what it is. That's our pick from... uh, Oh, Monday night. Monday night. Good Lord, yeah. Chicago Bears came out of nowhere. (laughs) Feeling good about New England in that game. And what happens? New England gets rolled. Ends up pulling Mac Jones in the second quarter. Like, a lot of non-Bill Belichick stuff I saw that night. Almost like a desperation move. Uh, So that's kind of weird. Now, uh, it would be interesting to see how they pick uh, the Patriots game this week with everybody. But You notice no heads. No heads on there. So none of the floaty heads means none of us picked this one right. None of us picked it correct. Did you ever find out through the uh, instant replay review who went over and under in that game? Yeah, I was right. (laughs) <laughs> Not gonna be able to do it. All right. I'm still disputing that. All right, talking about games, how about last night? Uh, the Ravens uh, went there and, well, they got down a little early, but not much. Really, this game wasn't in much doubt, just if you watched it. It didn't seem like Tampa Bay, to me, was ever going to really truly win that game. Once Baltimore figured out, hey, they suck at stopping the run all of a sudden, and we're a running team. I yeah. mean, in that first quarter, they were throwing the ball Three out, two out of three downs usually before the punt happened. I'm like, where, where's 30 this going? times more than he's ever thrown in the half, first half in his career. I know. And I was just like, <laughs> what are you guys doing? Did, did you see something that I didn't see? Because uh, who was it? Carolina ran rough shot over Tampa Bay, uh, I believe, the week before. So, But now, you know, Lamar Jackson's QBR, he's one of the top five uh, quarterbacks QBR. But in the fourth quarter, his QBR rating is only 56. Yeah. So he's been giving games away in the fourth quarter with some of the things that he's done. If you can keep him at the top level in the fourth quarter, Baltimore will be uh, in the in AFC Finals. I would I, I get that. I mean, I'm not going to doubt that. I just don't see their defense being that stout. I don't know that it'll ever and, and get there. And neither does Kansas City. No, but Kansas City's offense I would take over Baltimore's right now. Just what it came down to. And unless it's a, obviously a windstorm or some rainy situations, then you neutralize them pretty quick. Uh, so before we get rolling here, because it is the Ravens, and I know we got a special guy here that uh, likes to showboat it, go ahead. We're going to give you a shot. Pull up your Ravens shirt there so everybody can see it. Sack. Boom. Yeah. All right. 
Amber pay Lamar. Right? Let's pay him. That's, Let's pay Lamar. You, you <laughs> need to. You need to. I mean, and the cost, if you do, if you're right with what you say, Dirk, that cost gets even more if they wait, and then he does take him at least deep into the playoffs or, or a Super Bowl. Yes. That $40 million's off the table. Now we're at 45 or 48 yeah, There you go. In my opinion. All right, so both floaty heads. Mark and I had that game. Yes. Correctly. Correct, Amundo. All right, let's get into the current games. There you are. All right, first one, Denver Broncos. That's right. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You said they were going to be like 12-0 this season. I did not. Oh, my bad. (laughs) I I did not have the, if you want to be honest, I did not think the uh, Denver Broncos were going to be 2-5 at this stage. That's Mm. for sure not with Russell Wilson. Granted, he didn't play last game, but still. Uh, they don't look good at all, and I thought they got a huge quarterback upgrade, but boy, am I looking like the, the odd guy out here. This game's in London, so it's an 8.30 game for anybody interested in actually waking up to see this. Uh, Hang on a second, I got something. Yeah, I'll, I'll just catch the highlights. <laughs> Notice I didn't say highlights, highlight of the game. Jacksonville is favored by 2.5. We know what happens when Jacksonville's favored, and the over-under is 39.5, so... Uh, we'll let the guess. Zach, uh, what do you like here in this Broncos and Jaguars? Yeah, as you mentioned, it's in London. I think uh, Hackett might be staying in London and, and eating some fish and chips while they, uh, Denver <laughs> flies back home with Russell Wilson doing leg stretches in the uh, on the plane. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with the Jaguars here. Ja- this is kind of their second home stadium on London. They, they play here pretty much every year. I think they sign like a six-year contract. So uh, they should have more of a home crowd. So I'm just going to – it's kind of a coin flip game, but I'm going to lay it with uh, the Jaguars. All right. So he's going to take Jacksonville. Mark, who you got? Yeah, I agree. I think uh, if they ever – NFL ever gets the opportunity to put a team overseas, I think Jacksonville is going to be one of them because they do play over there quite a bit. And uh, I do agree with Zach that uh, because it's more of a home field feel, I'm going Jacksonville. All right, going Jacksonville. Um, Man – I've, I've taken Jacksonville as a favorite, most notably against Houston, and they, they stuck it to me pretty good. Uh, Russell Wilson going to play? Yeah, he's supposed to play. But then it'll be interesting is preseason. Yeah, he's playing. Didn't play any yeah, preseason. Right. He is playing. And you with a new team, and then with a coach that made a lot of bad coaching decisions early on. Mail in the season are, for Denver. It's over. Are, are you Odell Beckham Jr.'s dad? Hey. I'm put out a video where the quarterback sucks, and that's why my, I, I am going to. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and begrudgingly go ahead and take the Broncos and the two and a half points, and not feel great about it. Wow! There I can't it. wait for this next week. Jacksonville. They've Jacksonville. Uh, won in London before, so they know how to play in London. Yes, so. you're right. I, I don't feel good about this game. I, I wouldn't put any of my money on either side because both have been known to not do jack when you need him to do it most. Yeah. So it's hard to put money on either one. All right. The Bears, Chicago Bears. style. Uh, they're at the Dallas Cowboys. Dallas nine and a half point favorites at home here. Uh, no Zeke more than likely. So it's an all Tony Pollard show at 43 and a half over under. Uh, who you like here, Derek? Uh, Cowboys go to six and two. Uh, they may not cover the spread by nine and a half, but they will win the game. What about the spread? Well, what about spread? Who well, you Bears? I'm going with the Bears on the spread. All right. All right so he's taking the Bears and on the, the spread. points there, Mark. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go Cowboys. I don't think uh, uh, Elliott being out is really that much of a deal for them. No, I actually He think, hasn't impressed me. I think it helps Dallas as far as the explosive play possibility from the run game, so that'll help. I don't know what to make. I would have took Cowboys all day long on here until I saw Monday Night Football, and I really <laughs> gave uh, New England's defense at least credit, and they shred them. But I don't think it happens twice. 
I think Dallas covers, but not by much more than this nine and a half. I think they win by eleven to thirteen somewhere. That's my that's my guess. What do you like, Zach? I think it's a double-edged sword for Chicago. You know, they just traded Quinn, which is a locker room guy, to Philadelphia. I already heard Chicago inside the locker room is not happy about that, as they're still fighting for her chance to win that division. And I don't think the Cowboys appreciate sending Quinn to their rival uh, Philadelphia Eagles. So I think they're going to take it out on them, and I think the, I expect uh, Dallas to win big here. Um, I, also, they match up really well here at the with the linebackers at Micah Parsons against, you know, uh, they're going to be running the ball with Justin Fields. I really feel they're going to chase him down. Once you take that running game away, Chicago only has really who, Mooney to throw the ball to. Yeah. So I, I think Dallas is going to control this game. I think they're going to win pretty handily. All right. Nice. Uh, handily. Yeah, let's see. what Carolina Panthers. I thought they it was shipping it all in. Like, they were having a Dollar Tree fire sale. Anybody on their <laughs> roster for $1. Uh, and then they turn around and beat the Buccaneers. Atlanta Falcons been playing really good games until last week, and then Cincinnati dump trucked them. So you got two teams kind of trending now in opposite directions and directions you didn't think they were going. Atlanta is a three and a half point favorite at home here, though, over under 41 and a half. Uh, Zach, you got any idea on who in this game? What do we got? Mariota versus uh, PJ Walker, I guess. Yeah, so PJ Walker, believe it or not, is a three and one as an underdog when he starts. Um, we always we, we really thought we were everybody was arguing Mayfield and Darnold, but now we have PJ Walker, right? Hmm. But uh, I'm gonna go here. This is actually one of my favorite bets of the week, believe it or not. I'm gonna be going here with the Carolina Panthers. I believe they have nothing to lose right now since they fired their coach. They've been just playing much much better. DJ Moore and PJ Walker have something going, and I believe it's uh, Atlanta has a lot of injuries here. Their whole secondary's out. Terrell's out. The uh, opposite of him is out. So I really think Carolina is going to be able to throw the ball on them, and um, I really it, believe it or not, if Carolina wins this game since the Bucks lost last week, Carolina will be in sole possession of first place in the NFC South. Man, I oh. think you so. just made a lot of football fans throw up a little in their mouth. <laughs> so I mean, I'm going to go with that. All right. <laughs> Uh, initial thoughts, Mark. I think that uh, if Carolina is uh, trying to fight for number one, uh, they're going to figure out a way to lose this game. And I think it's definitely going to go over. But I'm going Falcons. With that over-under, it's going over 41 and a half. Uh, I'm going to go give me a heaping helping of uh, Carolina to cover. <laughs> yeah. Go Cowboys. That's right. Oh, boy. That's they're everywhere down here. They're everywhere. But I, I do. I think Carolina just rallied the wagons. You know, you trade McCaffrey. You have other guys on the block. So the rest of the team, uh, I think, is playing for one, not only their jobs, but uh, the show that they're not a bunch of garbage now. And Atlanta, if it's the one thing they can do is stop the run. So I'm not sure about P.J. Walker loading it up on his shoulders and just going to D.J. Moore all day. I think Atlanta finds a way to win this game, but it's close, and I'm going to take the points, though, because of that half a hook. I think this is a field goal or less game, Derek. I'm going with ATL all the way. All right, ATL all Simply because you have to understand, in the NBA, they talk about teams tanking. Yeah. Yeah, they also do it in the NFL also. Uh, So here I think Carolina has nothing else really to play for. He said they could go to first place with a win. But in the end, where is first place going to get you three weeks from now? And then, and then they won't be in first place three weeks from now. So I'm going with Atlanta. Oh, he's doing a double prediction here. Wow. Not only will they suck today, <laughs> Sunday, they will suck for the next three weeks and knock themselves right out of there. All yes. right. Dolphins, uh, they're at the road to Detroit. Detroit, 
They play uh, tough, but they're one and five again. So it seems like they're in this place now for what five years straight. They just cannot get a win. It seems like when it matters the most. Miami is a three and a half point favorite on the road here, fifty one and a half. So they expect quite a bit of scoring. So do I, Derek? What do you think in that game? Tua saves the day. Yeah, he's going to have to save the day for Miami because Detroit does play well at home, and they traded one quarterback for another, and they both have the same propensity of throwing interceptions. So here you have to watch it. Watch out for the interceptions. That's why I think Tua will save the day at the end. All right. So he's going with the Dolphins covering this one, Mark. I am going with the same. I'm going to go with the Dolphins covering. I like uh, quarterback. I know Detroit does play well at home, uh, but it's not enough. So it's only three know. and a half points. If not, if you just said six and a half, seven, uh, uh, you know, I yeah, don't know. No, I like it. Uh, Dolphins, Tyreek Hill and uh, – Jalen Waddell are going to be too much for that defense. It's not very good anyway. Uh, at least at Dallas, they primarily had to concentrate on CeeDee Lamb. But now they got both of these guys, and their secondary is just horrible. So as long as Tua can stay in the game, uh, I think they win this one uh, comfortably. What do you uh, got on your side, Zach? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm going to go with actually the Lions here. I think now that the people forgot that Swift... Hasn't played in about three weeks. St. Brown, they took out last week saying that he had a concussion on the first play of the game. So I think with those two weapons back, I think Goff is a totally different quarterback at home in a dome. Um, I, I think they're going to play close. I think that's going to be a three-point game either way. I like the over more in that game. I think a lot of scoring, but um, I think they're going to Detroit might pull it out or cover the three points in that one. Wow. wow. Somebody that's down in Florida not taking the Dolphins. Yeah, I know. What's up with that? Because he's a Ravens fan. <laughs> <laughs> he's not going to be able to do it. That's right. The Arizona Cardinals, they're on the road to Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings uh, kind of quietly 5-1 and one here. All the, the attention on Green Bay sucking so bad here lately. But Minnesota, three-and-a-half-point favorites at home. Over under 48-and-a-half. Zach, uh, Arizona stand a chance here. Arizona is my favorite bet of the week. I have some crazy stats with Cliff Kingsbury. As an underdog on the road, he is 18-3 lifetime, and he has won the last eight games as a road underdog outright. Um, he's just, there's a different team as a road dog when they don't have the pressure on them. Kyler just got Hopkins back. He had 13 catches last week. Uh, I really think, like as you mentioned, Minnesota's a surprising 5-1. and one. I see some regression. They're coming off of a bye week. But remember, Arizona played last Thursday, so that kind of cancels that out as well. So just going with the Kingsbury stats on the road there, I, I really, really think uh, Arizona needs uh, to prove a win here more than Minnesota needs it. NFC West is wide open. Give me uh, Arizona outright in this one. Ooh, outright. outright. Wow. All right, Marcellus. I'm thinking I need to get a hold of Zach next time I have a fantasy football team. <laughs> get my starting lineup put in. And I'm going to go with the Vikings. I'm going 5-1. and one. Vikings at home going to be tough. Uh, yeah, here's what I, I, that hook I think gets you. I'm going to take Arizona in the point, but I think uh, Minnesota somehow pulls this out, bar- barely pulls this out, but I think they do. What do you like, Derek? I'm going to take Arizona in the points also. I think Kyler Murray needs to, uh, this is his game to really come around and sh- show that he, he's gotten the money. He got the money, but what, when are you going to get the playing in? You know, you want to study the playbook, not study the playbook. Are you going to play football, or are you just going to uh, sit at home? Right. And let me tell you this. D-Hop made a difference. He did. That changed the whole style of their offense and the way defenses cover things. So 
Uh, I, I kind of like the ballsy call that Arizona's going to win this game outright, but I'm not ready to quite go there. I'll take the points just in case. Las Vegas Raiders on the road to New Orleans Saints. Las Vegas here is a one-and-a-half point favorite on the road against Andy Dalton, even though Jameis Winston is healthy, uh, supposedly. And 48-and-a-half is the over-under. D, what do you like on that one? I'm going with the Saints at home. The Saints at home, uh, if Dalton doesn't have a good game, they will put in the backup who was the starter. And both are good quarterbacks. Now I think they'll pull it out at home. Okay. Mm. Mark? Uh, I want to hear Zach first. Uh, uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See what he does on that one. Yeah, I want to hear these stats racking up. This is a tough game, I think. I think these two match up well. But, I mean, I will try to go with the Saints this time at home. Um, I at least get a point and a half. Not that that's going to matter much, but uh, it's basically a pick em game. It is. Uh, Raiders last week got on a, a good roll, and they did what they should have been doing a long time, which is running Josh Jacobs quite a bit, softening people up, and then going for the kill shot. I think they do it again at New Orleans. I think this game is going to be, uh, well, with Andy Dalton in, he's going to be throwing a lot too. I mean, it's kind of amazing to me how much New Orleans throws the ball when no Michael Thomas, no Jarvis Landry. Olave's been kind of woozy a couple of games. He's back in, and he's pretty good, but they don't have the – what I call it, the dogs on the outside to be throwing the ball 40 and 50 times a game. I just don't see how that – they got Camara last time I checked. But they seem impervious to be running them. So we'll see what these stats show because I think I might have hit on one of them, Zach. <laughs> All right, yeah. Well, coach Allen, uh, believe it or not, he's actually the coach who drafted Derek Carr. They started 0-4, and, and then he got fired, and he was picked up on uh, as an assistant with uh, – with, um, he was picked up at the Saints, so uh, I think the, I think the, you know this is a tough game. This is a coin flip, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go with you guys, and I'm gonna go with Vegas as well. I think Carr wants to prove to his old coach who drafted him, and I, I think he's gonna be able to. Uh, they, they they have a chance to still to make the playoffs. So they got to keep they got to win. You know, Vegas got some talent. They got to show up. These are the games they can't lose. So we're gonna go with Vegas. All right. Mm. Yeah. You don't like that one? No. <laughs> Maybe you like this one. New England Patriots are at the J-E-T-S. No defense, according to Mark. That was his champ for like oh, the first man. three weeks, and now they, he's been pretty damn woke quiet. Up. Yeah, well, you did. know, I picked him, you know. So Somehow, though, last in week. this mess, uh, even though they look like death warmed over against the Bears at home, they're two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road at the Jets, which makes me just go, what am I missing here? So, Zach, you're the guy with all the stats. What am I missing here to even think that New England should be favored at all against the Jets? Bill Belichick still getting that respect, but um, I gotta I gotta go with Bill too. You know, this is a game for him right here. To uh, he loves beating up on the Jets, and yeah, I don't understand that either. Why they fare by two and a half on a short week? I know the Jets just got some injuries. Uh, I, I just think the defense here it's gonna be a low scoring game. I really like the under in this game. This is my favorite under of the week. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, New England pulling this out by a field goal. All right, Marcellus? I'm going, I'm, uh, you, you'll love this. I'm going with the Jets. Yeah, oh, yeah, I do love this. I'm going with the Jets. They are improving, and I think there's just uh, something brewing there in uh, New England. Nothing good. Yeah, nothing. You're right. There is nothing good in there, and this is the game that I just don't know what to expect. Uh, normally, New England's been owning the Jets lots of years, and most of them with Brady, but even outside of Brady. They came in, I remember, with their first or second game of Mac Jones's career, Somehow, I think, hung 41 mm-hmm. and just blistered the Jets. Like, he's, he's got – Belichick's got the Jets' number. Yeah. But being favored, 
after last week tells me something that Vegas just sees that as a blip on the radar. So I'm going to go with Vegas. I'm going to take New England here and lay the two and a half, thinking they squeak this out by a field goal, maybe four points. Derek? It's a very tough game. I, the Jets have a very young team. You know, they had a lot of draft choices that they use wisely, and they are starting to mature. I'm not sure if they mature enough to handle Belichick right now, though. So I'm going That's to coming. go with New England. Yeah, it's coming. I like the way that team is moving finally under uh, Salah, right? It's coach there? Yes. Yeah. Came from the San Francisco 49ers, if I remember right, too. Really liked him there. All right, here we go. Yeah. I don't know if we even need to go to Derek, but he'll get the first crack at this one. The Steelers at 2-5. and five. They go to the Eagles, the only undefeated uh-huh. team left in the NFL. Philadelphia, a disrespectful 10.5-point favorite. disrespectful. 43.5, the <laughs> over-under. They act like we don't have a defense. We still have a defense in Pittsburgh. You know, with the coach that we have and the defense that we have, even though we have one of our star players out, we will not lose this time by 10.5. I'm taking my Steelers in the 10.5. All right, let me ask you this. Because it doesn't come across this way, and they don't play every year. But is there really, because they're in state, a rivalry between the Eagles and the Steelers? No. Okay. That's what I figured. Mark? Come on. I know. They're undefeated. I fell asleep while he was telling his story about how (laughs) the Steelers are going to win in this fairy tale. (laughs) (laughs) I said we were covering the points. Cover the points. No way. Eagles win this. By a lot? They cover. All right. They cover. I took the Steelers at Miami with the points. I'm going to take the Steelers plus that 10.5 at oh, Eagles. I think geez. the Eagles do win this somehow. I don't know that Kenny Pickett is ready just yet to pull out a game like this on the road, but he's getting better with every start. Uh, but the Eagles win this. 10.5 just seems a little high for me. Philadelphia really hadn't been stomping anybody lately oh. at all, really, if I think of it. But I'm sure this guy's got plenty of stats to tell me <laughs> I'm dead-ass wrong. Go ahead, Zach. Well, no, this is a classic Mike Tomlin uh, spot. Mike Tomlin has an underdog in this spot, has like 72%, I believe. But um, I don't know. I kind of just feel like the Steelers just had their Super Bowl against beating Tampa Bay, and then they somehow pulled that cover against Miami. So, um, I don't know. It's just kind of Philadelphia's year right now. It just kind of feels like it. They just got Quinn on their team. I just think uh, maybe everybody will be watching the Phillies games and, that's the, and not go to Lincoln Financial and – Pittsburgh will show up in the Battle of Philadelphia, in the Battle of Pennsylvania, but um, I think I'm going to continue here and then take the hottest team, the undefeated team, and take uh, the Eagles. All right, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like Tomlin. I really do as a coach. I think he's going to put that on the board and go, "Look, boys, these are the only, the only undefeated team, and look how they disrespect us coming in thinking we ain't nothing." And they're going to play their asses off. Now, in Philadelphia. that don't mean that they're going to get the win. I'm with you. But they're playing hard, and they always have under Tomlin. Mm-hmm. They always mm-hmm. have. All right, Tennessee Titans are on the road at the Houston Texans. Tennessee, two-and-a-half-point favorites here on the road. Forty-and-a-half is the over-under. Oh, those Texans. I just I don't see much in them. I think the spread should be bigger. What say you, Zach? Yeah, how, but how many times are the Titans going to cover this spot? You know, they covered last week in this spot. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago when they played Washington, the Colts they covered when they're laying like two and a half, three points. I, don't, I just feel like this is a weird game. Houston's playing tough right now with Lubby Smith. Um, I don't love it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna go here with Houston. I think that spread's going down. Pierce has been running hard. I just I just think uh, Houston's gonna upset Tennessee. I really don't think the Titans are that that great. All right. 
Uh, what do you initially think? I agree that uh, I don't think either one of these teams are all that good. But I do think Titans have a strong running game. And then when you get that running game going, then they can do a little play action. And then from there, they win it. They win it by the uh, at least three. I think they, they do great. Uh, Texans kind of got exposed with Josh Jacobs as well. And if you think that Josh Jacobs can run the ball, have you heard of a guy named Derrick Henry? I think, he, I, I think he just rolled. What, what was that first name again? Derrick. All Henry. right. All yeah. Right. That, uh, I like how you promoted yourself. <laughs> uh, actually, this is, this is the game I probably like the most as far as just spreads go. I think that this is underdone a little bit with Tennessee. Tennessee, to me, should be about five to six-point favorites on the road here, in my opinion. I totally agree with you on that one. I think Tennessee runs, 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 and runs. As long as the quarterback doesn't throw too much, Tennessee wins five, six, like you said. All right. Next game, oh, boy, those oh, Washington yeah. Commanders. Three and four, they're on the road to the Colts, who decided that Matt Ryan, after all, sucks because they're going to start Sam Ellinger out of Texas, more mobile quarterback. They're 3-3-1, three, three and one, so it almost smells like a desperation move here to me. Indianapolis, even with the rookie quarterback with his first start ever, is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The over-under is 39-and-a-half. I know Tyler Heineke, or Taylor Heineke, which whatever one it is, uh, he's got a few starts under his belt with Washington. I just found it shocking. I know they're home, but I was shocking of that spread being a rookie quarterback first start in the NFL. What do you, th- what do you think there, Derek? Uh, who's the running back for Washington again? Well, there's a Brian Robinson. There's an Antonio Gibson. Oh, Antonio, kid out of Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, Played yeah. for Memphis, University of Memphis. He's going to score two touchdowns in the game. Commanders win. He just did a prop. All right, so, Zach, <laughs> mark this down for the Antonio Gibson bo- the boost for two rushing touchdowns uh, on the prop. We need to boost that call. The Derek Allen special. That's it. Boost. I will. All right. You watch over uh, he says he's scoring two touchdowns, so I guess you could put it at one and a half. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go with the one and a half. We'll boost that up there. I'll be up there in a couple hours. All right, All there right. we go. Derek <laughs> Boost. congratulations. We made you famous. All right, Mark, what do you like Derek in this game? <laughs> I'm going to go with the uh, Washington Commandos. Are you? I am, just because you're wearing your Dallas gear. No other reason. Right. <laughs> and uh, you should fall once again. Uh, actually, I do like, unfortunately, I do like Washington in this spot. Mm-hmm. There I was got, a heart I, emoji I with gotta, you last week. I got to see something from Ellinger first before I can take a rookie quarterback. I don't care if he's home or not. Uh, another thing I like in this game is the under. Uh, I know Washington's secondary ain't that good, but I don't know. Sam Ellinger, I watched him at Texas. I didn't think he was... What was Texas' what, what record are, with this guy quarterback, by the way? What are the Colts averaging this year? 12? <laughs> yeah, so I would play the under out of all this stuff on that line, but give me the Washington team. Uh, Dang. And then I can't lose because if they do lose, oh, what's no. up, basement dwellers? That's right. <laughs> all right, Zach, what do you got? I like your reverse jinx you got going on. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think you nailed it, though. I think uh, this line is super inflated with Ellinger just because in the preseason he had the craziest stats of all quarterbacks, but he was also facing four stringers. I actually uh, watched a couple of uh, those games, and they couldn't even tackle the guys he was facing. So I think the line's inflated right now just because of how he played in the preseason, and I really don't like what's going on in Indianapolis. I think Jim Israel is the guy who made a decision 
for Al, um, for Matt Ryan not to play anymore. And once the owner starts making calls over the coach, it just becomes really, really muddy. So um, I, I think if I if if we lo lose this one, I think it's just one of those value games where if you're taking against a first-time quarterback and you're getting points, I'm going to take that all day. So we're going to go with the Commanders. Yeah, good deal. And I think it was just what two weeks ago that Jim Irsay was saying that oh how Matt Ryan's a leader and. Ice cold because he threw for like 390 and had a comeback win. And then next week he's garbage, sit him on the bench. Hey. Yeah, there's a dumpster fire brewing in Indianapolis. They just can't see me here. And, by the way, don't forget, that offensive line has not been playing very well this year. So I, that's why I think they made the move because teams are starting to pin in and sack Matt Ryan a ton uh, yeah. in the last couple of weeks. All a right, whole heap. A whole heaping. San Francisco <laughs> 40. Chase Young might be back as well. Oh, yeah. I forgot Chase Young. You're right. That does make a difference on that defensive line. So. Look out, Sam. Welcome to the NFL. <laughs> San Francisco 49ers are on the road to the Rams. Uh, three and three for the Rams. They're just coming off a bye week. Uh, San Francisco lost kind of, to me, surprisingly, to the Kansas City Chiefs by that much. Not that they lost, but the way they lost in that second half uh, was brutal. San Francisco still a point-and-a-half favorite, though, on the road to the Rams. Uh, what do you got for us here, Zach? Yeah, so this is like the classic spot where I would love the 49ers usually. Shanahan owns McVay. Uh, he's won the last eight against him, not including the playoffs. He's covered against him at like an 80% click rate. Um, it's a perfect spot. The only problem I got to say is there's just too many injuries on San Francisco. I believe Debo's not playing. Um, their whole defense is basically hurt right now. I think Bosa's coming back, which should help, but a lot of other guys are out. Um, I think if this is the chance for, and they have a bye week next week too, as well as San Fran. So they're talking about resting some guys for the full two-week rest, even though it's the division game, which is crazy to me. But um, I think this is the one spot McVay is off of a bye week where he wants to win this game, and San Francisco is just too beat up. I, I you know, I really don't like the Rams in this spot usually, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with them off the bye week and take the Rams at home. Mark, come on, you know I'm not a uh, Jimmy fan, so I'm going the Rams. No Jimmy G for you, huh? No. You think he'll get a safety again? Hey, <laughs> you almost called it. Yeah. I mean, you did call a safety, but you thought it was going to be stepping out of the back yeah. of the end zone again. So. Whatever. He likes to give up two two points for no no damn reason. So yeah. throw the ball away. Take the penalty. Derek, what do you got? I'm going with the Rams. If the Rams don't win, I look for Aaron Donaldson to take his helmet off again and go to swinging on the field. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take a chance here. Oh. I'm going to take a chance here on uh, taking the Niners. Point okay. spread's low enough to where it's basically just win. Uh, I like Zach had it right. For some reason, and it don't matter who's playing, who's quarterback, and what the situation is, San Francisco's been owning the Rams all except the one time when it really mattered, which was the playoff game, and they had them then too. They had them then going into the fourth quarter pretty bad, and, and the Rams ended up rallying somehow and got to the Super Bowl off them. But Christian McCaffrey's now got a full week of practice in. I think that does make a difference because this guy, they normally just have the running back that can just take the, the ball between the tackles. Now they got a guy that can do everything, catch screens, go out on fly routes, run between the tackles, run the outside, and uh, Rams have had trouble with that. Rams offensive line, I don't care if you gave him six weeks off. They ain't any better than I saw him first five weeks, six weeks of the season. Bosa's back. Can you uh, say golf in Stanford? No. I mean, to me, Stafford is the same guy as Goff is, uh, with the only exception is I think Stafford still has a better arm 
than golf does. But so what came in the question at the end of last year about his arm arm strength and arm yeah, problems. Yeah. And he's got an elbow problem too. Stafford, yeah. I don't care what he says. <laughs> oh, I'm good to go. You know, <laughs> I haven't seen you throw up more than 40 yards downfield on any play so far through six games. All right, speaking of six, that's the Giants' win total. Six and one somehow yeah. against the Seattle Seahawks. Seattle, though, they don't care about that six and one. They're three and a half point favorites at home. 44 and a half on the over-under line. Derek, what do you got here? I'm going with Seattle at home. That's a tough place to play. Uh, that 12th man may not even be needed in this game. Giants come back to earth a little bit, 6-2. and two. All right, Mark. Well, even if they are 6-2, and two, I think Seattle only wins by three. With that hook being on there, I'm taking the Giants. Ooh, look at you go. I'm yep. going to go with the uh, – I'm going with Seahawks, too. They got a running back. Giants are not good against the run, and I think one of the best things to happen, unfortunately, and I'm not saying this to be mean, but – that Rashad Penny did go ahead and get injured again mm. and let Kenneth Walker come in because that dude is wick. A lot of running in this game. I'm worried about the over. I think both Saquon, Barkley, and Kenneth Walker are going to have pretty decent days in this thing, but I think you end up with like a 22 to 14 or 15 score. Seattle wins this game, but it goes under. Zach, what do you got? You know, I think it's a very interesting game. I think the winner of this game might be the coach of the year between uh, Pete Carroll and, and uh, Dable. They've both been unbelievable all year. Um, I got They've just been rising to the Giants. They've been playing for Dable harder than ever. Um, it just seems like he has Daniel Jones more under control. Just give the ball to Barkley. You know, I just I think the Giants. You know, might pull out another one here. So yeah, give me the points with the Giants. I don't love this game at all, but uh, let's let's ride Dable more. All right. There you got it. We got a Sunday night game left. Two left on the schedule, actually. Green Bay Packers talk about a dumpster fire that uh, was brewing for a while. They're at Buffalo. Tough place. Buffalo had a bye week to boot. You just got de-pantsed if you were the Packers. Uh, against who was that again, Mark? <laughs> uh, it's a sore subject. Anyway, Buffalo, 11.5-point favorites at home. The biggest spread on the entire week here. Over under 475 uh-huh. Zach, uh, anyway, Green Bay even can win this game or stay within 11? Uh, I think so, Shane. I really do. I, I believe Aaron Rodgers has never been a double-point uh, underdog in his career, so this has to motivate him somewhat. I'm not sure he's going to throw the ball to, but they'll figure it out um, as well. As well, I really think this is a, still a sleep spot with Buffalo. Buffalo's coming off of a bye week, but they still just coming off that win, which was a very emotional win against Kansas City. Um, so I really, really think they're going to uh, maybe still sleeping. I kind of like the first half more, honestly. But um, I, I do, I do like, uh, I do. I'll throw a crazy stat out too. These last three situations where Aaron Rodgers um, had a situation like this as an underdog, but not double digits, but as an underdog, he's covered on the same exact week, which was Halloween week. So um, I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna ride that again right there, and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this is their, the Packers Super Bowl right here, and they're gonna they're gonna play close. All right, Mark. Oh boy. Well, I do agree with Zach that uh, Aaron's gonna be throwing the ball around a lot. Unfortunately, it's not gonna be to his own teammates. So I'm going Buffalo. <laughs> that was a good one. That was a good one, Derek. Can you say stampede? Stampede. Stampede. That's all you need to say. <laughs> Buffalo covers. Rodgers is already talking bad about his teammates. That's not good in your locker room. You talk, no. Where are my receivers? You don't catch the ball. You don't. So, therefore, Rodgers is on his way out. Buffalo in the stampede. 
So I see why this game's at 11 and a half, right? Alan Lazard is only real dependable, in his mind anyway. Receiver, not going to play. Uh, they have not been running the ball well, really. Uh, you got Dobbs, Christian Watson, and who? And Buffalo had a week off Sunday night football. You know the Bills Mafia is going to be all ramped up. They're going to be so drunk because that's a Sunday night game. They're going to be loud and proud. A lot of I, call outs Monday. What's I, the quarterback's last name? Allen. Oh, no. Oh, Which oh, happens oh. to be your last name. Oh. Boy, let's put, Double a, promotion let's, yeah, today. Let's put a boost on that one. All right. Um, how many Allens in a game for the Buffalo? <laughs> 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 but I got to go. I got to go Buffalo. But I don't think it's going to be the same, like, 38 to 10 or some whooping like that. But I think Buffalo is just going to slowly grind them. And when you look up at the scoreboard, they're going to win by 17 to 20. I just, I don't know how Aaron, even as good as he is, that line's been letting a lot of pressure through. I think, maybe you know this, Zach, uh, the cornerback. What is the name? Xavier White or Xavier White? They're, they're high court end quarterback at the Bills. I think he's finally getting back to playing and played it all this year. He'll play in this game. Isn't he, isn't he going to play um, this game? He was practicing this week. I'm not sure. I guess after the injury, they should actually, from the report today, it should come out and say, but I can't confirm that. Okay, well, I like it even more if he's playing. Because whoever, he might as well cover Robert Tanyan. Because <laughs> that probably be the only receiver they got left. All right, last game on the slate, not for the pick six. The Bengals on the road to the Browns. I like how you spelled Cleveland, Mark. <laughs> Three and a half point favorites for the Bengals on the road. 44 and a half is the over under. Uh, well, Cleveland, after that 2 0 start under Brissett, I don't think uh, has been looking really good lately. Think they can pull this one out? For you, Zach? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the underdog here. I think Jamar Chase isn't playing. You know, that's going to hurt Cincinnati there. As well as uh, Cincinnati has covered the last five in a row. I mean, come on, they got to cover not one game. And the Browns have been total opposite, not covering. So I feel like this is going to be one of those weird games. The Browns are going to dog pounds going to be pumped up there in Cleveland. And uh, I think Cleveland's going to battle Ohio. They're going to they're going to take this game. All right, Mark. It is a big battle. Uh, however, I think Cleveland will be in, the dog pound will be loud. The whole stadium will be loud. There'll be a lot of booing. The sacks will come back out on their heads. Yeah, Cincinnati wins it. <laughs> <laughs> he rope and doped you. What do you, what do you got there? Uh, I have Cincinnati also. I say even though Chase may be out, they have enough weapons to get up and down the field. Now, the over and under is one of the things I'm uh, kind of iffy about. Uh, if Cincinnati scores 30, uh, I think Cleveland will only score 12. I don't think they may, they may not get to 44. Yeah. Uh, I like Cincinnati. They're just clicking. I know Chase is a big loss, so I'll give you that. I, I think it slows them down a little bit. T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd are still pretty good. Uh, and I just do not – Cincinnati's been pretty decent against the run, which is about all Cleveland has. So when the run's clicking, they win. When it ain't clicking, they don't seem to have a shot. So Cincinnati, to me, would seem to want Brissett to throw the ball, just pack the box. And if Brissett beats you, he does. I just don't see it happening, though, so give me those Bengals. All right. Is that good? I think so. All right. So we'll get ready here on our pick six plays. Remember, guys, you pick six games on Sunday against the spreads that we had just went over. Uh, when we get done oh, with yeah. all four of us doing this, one of us will get or each of us will give our best bet that's worth two points. So every one you get right is worth one. And your best bet, if it comes in, is worth double. On yeah. That one. Now, now, you know, in between each shot here, you're going to have to drop the graphic for me to. 
Yes, I understand that. Are you, oh, well, since we're going to do that and you're running it this time, you ready to put your picks up first? Oh, I am. They're ready. They're locked. All right, locked and loaded. Here's uh, Moneyline Mark, who was on fire last week. Five out of six selections correct. Here's your pick six. For a total of six points last week. It was. That's right. You ready to write those down? Ready? Yeah, yeah. All right, we've got Atlanta, minus three and a half. He's over there jotting it down quickly. Roll it. What? <laughs> Are you talking to Derek? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cowboys, minus nine and a half. Philadelphia, minus ten and a half. Then I've got Tennessee, minus two and a half. And I've got the Buffalo Bills minus 11 and a half. And then I'm going with the Giants plus. Give me those plus points, three and a half. Good Lord. Atlanta, Cowboys, Philly, Tennessee, I go too fast. Buffalo, and the Giants. I go too fast for you? You got them all, Derek? I got them all. All, all right. right. So going on the thing here. Uh, hmm. We'll go to Derek next. Well, not, right. well, I don't think you're going to be able to pull his graphics so I'm done typing. Hey, hey, that's all right. Pittsburgh hang plus. On. Oh, hang on. I got to get to tapping. You set? Yep. All right. Uh, yeah, you won't see anything about that. But right there, go ahead. Hang on a second. I'm going to try something else. I thought you could do that. Well, I can. <laughs> I think. Let's see. Aver- Average Joe. There we go. Derek Allen live and in person. All right. Let's All right. go with the Steelers plus the 10 and a half. Oh, that's a shocker. Yes, yes, yes. I'm going to go with the Jets. The Jets? Yes. Okay. What well, was our point spread? I think it's Jets two were and getting two and a half. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Giants. Also like Mark. I like the Giants. And uh, yeah, Giants are uh, getting three and a half mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I'm going to go with the Bills. Ooh, yeah. For the dump truck day. Yeah, dump truck day. What was that one? The Bills are 11, 11 and a half, and a half. Point favorites. Mm-hmm. Favorites. Did I, do I have the Steelers one correct up there? The Steelers are getting 10 and a half. Yeah, that's what I got, that's right? That's what you got. All right, good. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go with the Commanders. I think they're plus four. Yeah. Okay. Plus four? No, oh, no, no. The Commanders is plus two and a half. Oh, oh. down to two and a half. Yeah, yeah, it's down to two and a half just as of that's when we started the show. Okay. <laughs> that's still great. Got to keep great. an eye on him. Got to keep an eye on him. <laughs> and then my uh, uh, specialty, the Lions, huh. to cover on the points. What's the Lions uh, spread? Three and a half. Aren't they pulling three and a half? Uh, Where's my sheet? Yeah. Lions. Tigers and Bears, oh my. Lions are getting three and a half. Yes. Oh. All so right. So that's your captain pick. Steelers, he's taking the Steelers, the Jets, the Giants, the Bills, Washington, and the Lions for this pick six. All right, Marcellus. We'll get yeah, ready. Let me get back into here. Who's next here? Uh, go ahead and put me on there. All right, what let the, me. What the hell? See what I can pull up here. I, I got to admit, this, uh, this week I only like really three of them, and three of them I'm kind of reaching on. A little bit. Not that I don't feel a little good about them, but uh, they're close. Close spreads. All right. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, let's see you pop it up. There we go. Hey, guys. <laughs> oh, I should have uh, put it over here on the other right. side. Give me, me nah, give me Tennessee. All right. Give me Tennessee minus two and a half. I think they actually win by a whole lot more than that at Houston. I like Seattle at home. Giants, I just still can't buy into them at this point. Uh, Geno's been playing well. And I think the one thing that Seattle loves to do, and they're really good at it with Kenneth Walker's run, and guess what the Giants suck at? Stopping the run. They're minus three and a half. Minus three and a half. Dallas Cowboys. How about them Cowboys? Minus nine and a half, but I'm going to sweat this one. 
I think it's uh, just like the game against the Lions. The first half's going to make you go WTF, and then they click and score three times in a row to give you the cover and, and make you feel good about yourself at the end. Uh, Carolina, I'm going to take the three and a half on the road. They may lose at Atlanta, but uh, after they had that spirited showing against Tampa Bay, that changed my mind on what they're actually going to be doing there, which I thought was just a whole fire, fire sale and tank job. Pittsburgh Steelers, come on, Tomlin. I'm not expecting you to win. It'd be nice if you did, though, because it's the Eagles. <laughs> but 10 and a half points. It's hard for an NFL team to uh, beat anybody by 10. I think the average spread is somewhere in between the three and four range on most games. Mm-hmm. It's less than a touchdown. And the one that I'm reaching on is the 49ers, just because uh, Shanahan's been owning this series with the uh, Rams lately. And I know they're on the road, and I know they're missing a lot of guys. But that seems to play right into his. We're our backs against the wall, and nobody expects us to win, even though we're favored. What are they getting? 49ers are minus one and a half. So the Titans, Seattle, the Cowboys, the Panthers, Steelers, and the 49ers is who I have on the pick six this week. And one last guy, the High Risers. Mr. Zach, how are you doing today? Flip this over. He's still doing well. You're not going to be able to pick the Ravens now. That already happened. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know, but I got my I got my six here, and we're we're gonna go for two points and make it eight. Oh, but, um, uh, it's only be seven, <laughs> but go ahead. All right, I'm ready. But uh, yeah, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go. You know, I kind of already went into a bunch of these, so my analysis. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys. I think the linebackers match up great against Fields. Um, I think the Quinn effect, as we mentioned earlier, for both sides over there. I'm gonna go with Green Bay next. Right. Aaron Rodgers. So Dallas was minus nine and a half. There you go. Minus nine and a half. You got it. All right. All right, Zach. Pick two. We're going to go with the Green Bay Packers Ooh. next. We're just we're going to go with Aaron Rodgers simply never, never being a double-digit uh, underdog. And uh, I mentioned he's won in this scenario three times in a row on Halloween weekend as an underdog. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Packers showing up this week. Yeah, Green Bay's getting 11.5 in that scenario, and uh, it's all Aaron Rodgers or nothing, I think, in that game. And no trees for him this time, just tricks. Just tricks, all right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? What's your third uh, pick? Then I'm going to go with our uh, hard knocks, Dan Campbell, guys, the, uh, the Lions over here. We're going to... I, I mentioned before, you know, I think everybody kind of forgot. I think this line's a little inflated. I think they everybody forgot that Swift hasn't played. St. Brown hasn't played. We got Goff back in the dome where he just plays better. Um, I, I really think Miami is just, uh, I don't know, McDaniel's been some iffy calls. Last week they had a chance to go up by two possessions. He didn't kick that field goal, which was very, very weird. And uh, just how just uh, these guys just seem very distracted lately in Miami. So I'm, I'm going to go with uh, the Lions here with the three and a half. I think that's enough. I think that's enough. All right, good deal. Who's right. number four? Number four, we're going to go against Sam Ellinger, the rookie quarterback, and we're going to go with the Commanders here. I think um, anytime I'm getting a rookie quarterback as a favorite, I'm going to fade that every single time. Um, and as especially when it's not a top draft pick. And uh, we mentioned before with Jim Israel. Jim Israel, just uh, a lot of just jumping in here right now. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what's going on with him. I think we got a lot of turmoil in the front office. Um, I don't think Frank Wright's going to be there much longer either. So I'm, I'm going to take those points happily. And the commanders, they win by stopping the run. And I think Jonathan Taylor is all they got left there. So yeah. I think it's a good matchup for the commanders. All right, number five. 
Number five, my second favorite of the week. We're going with the Carolina Baby Blue Panthers. They just have, um, they, got, they got nothing on their, they got no monkey on their back right now. You know, they got nothing really holding them back. A lot of guys are just playing loose right now. P.J. Walker's been a covering machine since he started. Atlanta's been covering all year. As I mentioned, they have a lot of injuries. Their whole secondary is out. I really, really think it's going to hurt them. And um, how you... How you beat uh, how you beat Atlanta too is you know you throw you, the rock. You basically could yeah throw the rock. So I think that's gonna be a good one there as well. I'm gonna go with the Panthers in the points. Okay, and your final team in the pick six. My favorite my favorite play is I I think they have the uh, modern warfare has got delayed. So Kyler Murray's not playing any video games. So okay. we're gonna go with uh, Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals. You know, I said it before, Cliff Kingsbury has crazy stats in this situation. When he's a home favorite, fade him all the time. But when he's a road dog, I mentioned he's 18-3 and three lifetime and won eight in a row outright, the last eight in a row outright as a road underdog. So I'm loving Car- Cardinals this week. I think this is more of a statement game for them than Minnesota. Um, Kirk Cousins is... Is Kirk Cousins not a primetime game? But uh, I, I actually read off of a off of a bye week. He actually um, doesn't have the best stats either off of a bye week. So I think Minnesota's going to be sleeping here, and I think Arizona's hungry with Hopkins back. And I'm loving the Cardinals this week. All right, good deal. And uh, going in reverse order, then the the best bet out of those six for everybody worth double points, if you're correct, would be that's for Zach. That's for Zach. For me, it's the yeah, Arizona. Absolutely. Yeah. Arizona. For me, it's going to be the, uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Okay. Arizona Cardinals is his uh, bet of the week. So there's your uh, there's your selections from Zach, and uh, we'll see how they stack up against the pros and even the average Joe in this case, right? All right. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's go in reverse order, I guess. How about that? You can put me up next, or right. as much as you can. Let me, <laughs> let me find you. Uh, I got to find you. All right. My my likes in the whole thing when you put up my my picks is the Titans. I, I'm going to write them for a second week. They were last week for me, and uh, I didn't have to sweat that one out really, and I I shouldn't have to sweat this one out at the Texans. I think uh, they're getting in midseason form like they tend to do. Why? Because they're running the rock, and that it, that's going to be all that the Texans can handle. They couldn't handle Josh Jacobs, yeah. so we'll see. Uh, Tennessee lock it up for me. All right, Marcellus. Sure's there. Yeah, let me. Uh, Flip back over to here. See what I got to flip mom back up. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, I have a feeling I know who this isn't going to be. Who's it going to be? Probably not going to be the Cowboys. It's not going to be the Cowboys. All right. Well, then I'm, I'm lost. Good. You were close. It's going to be Philadelphia. <laughs> yes, it oh, is. Oh, my goodness. That's a lot to lay down the road for a best bet. I don't know if you did that just to try to piss Derek off or not. <laughs> But Philadelphia is Mark's best uh, bet out of those six for him. And then, uh, well, uh, we got one last guy to get to, Derek. Right. Let me get the average for me, show. it is going to be the Lions. The Lions. Oh, we got uh, – that's pretty bold there. That's a pretty bold pick there, Cotton. Let's yes. see how it plays out because <laughs> <laughs> anybody uh, trusting their entire lock to the Lions is really yes. taking a shot here. Wow. Uh, but that is his best bet. All right. So Lions, Tigers, Bears, oh, my. He's got the Lions. Oh, my. Lock. All right. So there you have it, everybody. There's our pick six contest for the week. Uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll tell you on Monday how everybody fared out. See if uh, Derek 
or in this case, Zach, if he, especially if he ever makes it up this way, has any food crowd that's uh, waiting for him at one of our fine restaurants uh, here at Southland Casino and Racing. Keep in mind, we are broadcasting live from the Bentley Sportsbook inside said hotel casino and still racing to the end of the year. And uh, we got also a shirt. So, Zach, if you got a size shirt and an address, we'll be happy to let you sport around in the South Beach. Our ugly mugs all over that. Well, chest. we got we got Nick coming next. I week. love free just, merch. All right, the address is coming your way. <laughs> Good deal. Uh, let's see what do we got. We oh. got the better be, our better of the week where we're standing. Yeah, where we're standing. So let's go take a look at what our uh, oh, I don't even know standings are. You got that? No, I don't. I do know this. I'm leading. You are leading, but not by much. It, it, you are twelve of eighteen. All right, I'm twelve of eighteen, and you are eleven of eighteen, right? Ten of eighteen. Ten of eighteen. Well, I'll take eleven. No, you'll take 10. Dang. Just what you earned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, good deal. As far as what we do for uh, the average Joes and the pros, uh, point spread, Shane, that'd be I got 25 and a half points oh. going into this week. Yeah, I do have that somewhere. Do you? The yeah. average Joes at 21. Moneyline Mark is sitting at 19. And the high risers at five, but they've only had two contestants so far, and one of them is Nick. So Zach's going to probably double that score. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm guessing right now. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> I'm taking on the pressure, but I'm ready for it. All right. A lot of good information from you, Zach. I appreciate it. Well, good deal, guys. Uh, we like to help. Or Thanks, everybody, for showing up today. Derek, thanks for being our Average Joe contestant. Zach, thanks for coming in uh, via Miami. We need to get that beach side in someday because it's getting colder up here. And it only uh, helps. Yeah, next time. Next, next time I'll give you guys the better view, and I really appreciate you guys having me. This is a lot of fun, so let's keep doing this. All right, no awesome. problem. Awesome. For Moneyline Mark, you got that outro ready, Drew? Oh, yeah, it's, re- it's right. ready to go. I am Point Spread Shane. Uh, keep tuned for us on YouTube. Like, subscribe, do all that stuff on the bottom that you like to see. Also on all your favorite podcast platforms. If you don't have the ability to view the video, and we'll be back Monday, recap everything we did over the weekend, have some NBA action for you. We'll see what's going on in the World Series as well. And remember that Derek Allen boosted bet of Antonio Gibson one and a half touchdowns. Derek says take over all day long. He's getting two tutties. Wow. So we'll give you his email address on Monday when it don't go so well. I'm never going to hear the end of this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you ready to send us home, Mark? I'm ready. All right. We'll see you Monday, guys. Peace out. Brothers Podcast. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Presented by the Bentley Sportsbook. Place your sports bets here from inside Southland Casino or from anywhere in Arkansas at southland.betley.com. Yeah, man, I'll tell you what, that dang old internet, man, you just go on there and point and click, 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 click. It's real easy, man. Be sure to follow the Odds Brothers Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Google, and YouTube. Keep in mind, in Arkansas, you must be 21 or older and located in Arkansas to bet. Please play responsibly. For help quitting, call 1-800-522-4700.